Life is from the inside out. When you shift on the inside, life shifts on the outside. That is a quote by Kamal Ravikant. Welcome to Trina Talk. Trina Talk is a weekly podcast that will inspire and empower women of all ages to strive for the impossible. Your host, Trina L. Martin from TrinaMartin.com is a motivational speaker, leader, and cybertech expert. Every week, Trina will share wisdom gained from her life experiences and lessons learned while pursuing her goals to inspire you to achieve the next level in your life. Now, your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, welcome to Trina Talk. I am your host, Trina L. Martin, and this is episode 53. The topic of this week's episode is inspiration comes in different packages. Before I get into this week's guest, I would like to let you guys know that my new website is live and the URL for that is trinalmartin.com. Also, Please don't forget to go out and join the Trina Talk Facebook group. I'm developing a community of the Trina Talk listeners. That's where I'm going to share all these great episodes with you, let you know when they're coming out, the promos, and let you know of those special guests that I get before I publicize it on social media. You'll be the first to know. Also, I'm so excited to let you know that my book is ready for publishing. Yes, all the editing and design is finally done. I'm starting to see my hard work come to light. My launch date is going to be January 1st, 2020. So for those of you who want to kick your new year off right, please don't forget to go pick up a copy of From a Mess to Amazing, Seven Steps to Create the Life that You Deserve. It's going to be the blueprint to help you create that life and live on intention. And I will be announcing tour dates and locations in coming episodes. Now on to this week's episode. My guest this week is Dominic Damaski. Dominic is an inspirational author, YouTube host, sales expert, and the founder of the inspiration sharing and publishing platform, Motivation Champs. Dominic is the author of the inspirational books, The Journey of a Grunt and Don't Double Bread the Fish. He is also the creator and co-author of hit books, The Unofficial Guide to Fatherhood and The Go Ask Your Dad. Hi, Dominic. Welcome to Trina Talk. Thank you for having me on, Trina. I'm ready. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you, Mr. Pittsburgh. So I am very interested in you. I see that you have um, a business and you're author of Motivating the Champs. You got it. It's called Motivation Champs. I've written some books, and one of the big things I do is I like to help other people share inspiration. So we help people all over the country share inspiration, whether it be writing books or sharing posts on Facebook or going out and interviewing people. It's 24-7 inspiration, smiles, and positivity. I love it because that's what I do. So I'm, I'm all about the positivity, especially in this current environment that we live in today. But tell me how you got started with doing that. Well, I probably got beat up a lot of times and uh, had butter wiped in my hair and got made fun of for having 
big teeth that stuck out of my mouth and a chin that didn't exist. But really, over the years, I've failed at a thousand things. I, I had a business. I went broke, lost half a million dollars. And you you fell. I, when I went in school, I got cut from the team. And you fell and you fell, but you fell up. So I kept learning from my mistakes, learning from my setbacks. And along the way, I started studying inspiration. I started studying the Del Carnegie's, the, the, the Joel Osteen's, the Zig Ziglar's, and people like you and started realizing, hey, maybe I could share a story too. And that's all of a sudden I realized I had something to say that maybe was different than everybody else. And that's where the first book came from. Wow. I, I love it because all those people you mentioned, I, I have, you know, listened and read their things. And as you know, I'm in Houston. So Joel Osteen is right here um, in Houston as well. Um, it's just everyone has a story and everyone has a journey. And you're right. Your story can help inspire someone else. Um, so how how are you taking your um, motivation champs out? I mean, I know you said you're going through Facebook and everything, but what are your other means of spreading this positivity? Okay. Well, I love that you asked the question. And like, I'm so proud of the journey because we, like I used to call my friend Jim RJ and say, hey, Jim, would you post something on Motivation Champs today? Now we have 24-7, like thousands of people on all these different pages. We got 5,000 people on Twitter, a thousand close to a thousand on Instagram, over a thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel, a couple thousand on TikTok. So we, all these things that we started from one, you know, and it was, it's never been about getting views, just been about sharing a positive message. And then all of a sudden, all that stuff seems to be following along with it. And so we, we share it all those ways, social media, yes, but we also go out and do in-person events. And we also help people write a lot of books. I'm a big believer, and don't let me get too excited, but I am a big believer that everybody takes their inspiration differently. It's like taking your medicine. Some people, for some people, it's going to church on a Sunday morning. For some people, it's taking a walk out in the woods. For some people, it's taking a run. That is all inspiration. And I, at my route, at Motivation Champs route, we just try to share it. Wow. Wow. That's, um, that is amazing. So, so what do you do? So when you said the, um, you do events, what kind of events do you do? And I, I assume that you are speaking now, do you have a team of other speakers that go with you or is it just you? Well, I've done a lot of speaking. I've even done, I've done Carnegie Mellon. I've done Penn state. So I've done some big events like that, but we'll go out and do smaller events. We started, we used to go to a Soup, a soup kitchen and speak at the soup kitchen every Thursday. Then we'd go do things like we'd get everybody from Motivation Champs together that wanted to come out and we'd help build houses for Habitat for Humanity. So and not only do we do like do I do an event, but we also help other people do events like making sure our authors are out in the community too or maybe setting it up so we can do a pretty cool interview with somebody else where we'll go out. We have a web series called Discovering Inspiration. And it, you'll catch it on YouTube and things like that. But me and my 13-year-old son, he started probably when he was 12 because kids know more about the internet than we do. But we go out and we've went from Ocean City, Maryland to Chicago and interviewed inspiring people from around the country. So we, we went into inner city Chicago 
to the south side of Chicago and interviewed Rashid the Motivator. And we went to Ocean City, Maryland and interviewed a guy that Bob Bannock that cleans up the beaches every week. And then the last, I mean, we've done 17 episodes now, but we even went to um, a little town outside of Pittsburgh where a gentleman, Brandon Rumball, gave two legs for our country. So mm. inspiration comes in all those different ways. And that's just one way we share it. Oh, I am loving that because as as we talked before we went live, I'm from Chicago. So the fact that, you know, you go and you went to Chicago and that's an aspect of my podcast that I want to um, implement as well because I travel a lot. So I want to start interviewing people in the places where I travel. And you just proved to me that it can be done. Um, just That's just amazing. And I'm a, I'm a veteran as well, currently um, 30 years, almost 30 years in the Navy. And you're right. Inspiration comes in all shapes, sizes, and packages. Now, my question is, do you have a full-time job or is this your full-time job? No, I do have, I do have a full-time job. So I will break it down to you like this. When I was in my 20s, I went broke. I used to have a restaurant. That was my, I went out on my own, started the restaurant. And after a few years, I lost half a million dollars. So I owed the IRS. I owed the government. I was as broke as you could be. And I paid those people back over the years by getting corporate jobs and things like that and sales jobs. And over the years, I created this, um, what would we call platform, Motivation Champs, where we share inspiration 24-7. So I have, I have editors from Nigeria. I have editors from Pittsburgh. I have cover designers from my hometown. So while I'm out on a daily basis, just like the president of the United States or just like any um, Jeff Bezos or Bezos or somebody like that, you don't have to do, just do one thing. So there may be a time very soon where I no longer have time to do the day job, but as long as as long as I can talk on the phone while I'm driving and get up, I get up at five oh one every morning, and I probably go to bed around midnight. So as long as I can still do those things, there will be a time shortly where I'll leave, where I'm working on a movie. Maybe the movie gets sold, or maybe uh, CNN or Discovery Channel picks up our Discovery and Inspiration. And when that happens, I I think I won't have time to do the day job that you know. But after being broke in my 20s, until that point, we'll ride it out a little longer. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you and I are kindred spirits because we're doing the same thing and seem like like myself. This motivation is your passion. You you really like getting out and inspiring others, talking to other people, learning um, about other people, sharing your knowledge with people. Is that correct? Well, I, when you say passion, I would do it for free. I would do it for fun. And when I get up at five in the morning, I, I, I'm a fan of David Goggins. And he, one of the things that David Goggins will always say, he's like, the goal has to be bigger than the excuse. Mm. So for me, I'm always looking so far down the road at what my big picture is that I don't want to just arrive somewhere one time or get on one show or meet. I think I want to be the show. I want to be the one. I want to be the Warner Brothers or the the network. And so you start somewhere and you build and you build and you build the flat the platform strong. You build you build your foundation with strong roots, and and you go from there. If you're not worried about, I'm never 
And I am never worried about short-term success. Sure, there's a thousand things that I could have done different to make 10 more dollars, to make a hundred more dollars, to make a profit earlier, to make more, but I'm, I'm never like that. I, I was, we used to one day a year, even with Motivation Champs on Giving Tuesday, we would just give to as many nonprofits as we can all day long. You know, there's just a, it's never been about the money. It's about mm-hmm. the foundation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I love, and that's why I said passion. I use that word because as you said, you'll do it for free. It's something that you were just called to do. Something that you were meant to do is, you know, it's your passion. I got, I, I got to tell you a few weeks ago, uh, a buddy of mine, he works at a big, big corporate global corporation. And they've been talking about having me come speak and I'm, I'm, I'm interested and I do it for my friend. I'd be very proud. But he called me one night. He said, hey, hey, Dominic, he's like, there's a group of baseball players that got cut from the team and they didn't make this other travel team. Either they're too young or they didn't make this team. So they don't have that. They won't be able to compete to go to the Little League World Series. Right. And so this guy, he's like, I'd like you to come speak to him sometime. I'm like, when? He's like, "Uh, we could do it tonight. I'm like, I don't care what I'm doing. I'll put everything down and it wasn't, I didn't get paid or anything like that. I didn't care. You know what I mean? It was just, you tell me you got some kids that need some motivation. I'm dropping everything. And I went out on a baseball field and talked to those kids. And one of the things I told the kids, I said, Hey, don't tell me, you know, don't tell me you want to be great at baseball when you're spending more time playing Fortnite and video games, because mm-hmm. video games is what you're going to be good at. Mm-hmm. But if you want to commit to, baseball or being good at that then go do that oh man and see i i've spoken to kids too and sometimes they they can either bring you pain or they can bring you joy but tell me in your speaking experience what has been your most gratifying moment like has someone come up to you and said you know you have inspired me to change my life or i didn't think this was possible now i do what's been um gratifying for you I think one of the things that really is gratifying for me is when somebody comes up to you afterwards and it might be a person that you never expected, like a 80 year old woman that almost has tears in her eyes and tells you how much that message meant to her. And here I am, you know, maybe that's not my main demographic, but I was still able to touch somebody in that demographic and because everybody's got dreams, everybody's got goals and Hey, we could all use a little pick me up from now, a smile, some positivity now and then. Mm-hmm. Now let me roll back a little bit. Tell me a little bit about who you were before you started doing this. Huh, interesting. Okay. So I would say I grew up in family business. My dad is a landscaper. I I grew up from 11 years old, shoveling ditches and pulling weeds. So I I understand hard work. I was born to work hard. And it's never been something that scares me. In my 20s, I don't think I was cut out to be an aunt's son, which is an honorable thing, carrying on your family's tradition. But for me, I think I needed to forge my own path. And that's where I went into the restaurant business, opened up a restaurant. And like I said earlier in the call, 
I failed. I failed miserably. Went broke, lost it all. But I had been a student of inspiration. I knew about hard work and I just picked myself back up from then and started building, I guess, inch by inch, inch by inch, life is cinch, yard by yard, life is hard. So I just picked myself back up and started stacking wins. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you read the books, you study those things and you do it long enough that all of a sudden you don't have to, I still read all those and study all them, but you don't have to read those to be that person because you have become that person. So any obstacle challenge over the years, if I, if the whole company closed down and we lost our jobs, it didn't phase me. I just finished a book and started a new company, you know, whatever happened, it just made me stronger. So now any adversity, sick family member, we're just going to mow right through it and be able to handle it. Mm. So what I hear you saying, which is something I love is, it's, it's your mindset. It's all about how you see things. Cause what do they say? It's, you know, life is 10% of what happens to you and the other 90% is how you deal with it. And I think that that is a muscle that we have to develop because I don't think most people have, they, they just don't instinctively think, okay, well, this has happened to me that's negative or that I've failed and everything is going to be all right. Usually it goes into the, the pity party and things like that. So I love your thinking as far as saying, okay, you know, businesses can close down, someone can get sick, but we're going to be okay. Now, when you decided, now, it, let me, okay, so let me ask you this. You're on this positive mindset, inspiration. That's your journey. How is your family? Is your family like that? Or, and what did they think about you when you decided that this is how you were going to live the rest of your life? Interesting, because I, I believe that I've, I've always had these um, seeds inside of me, you know, these roots inside of me since I was in seventh grade and my dad gave me the first Ogmandino book, The World's Greatest Salesman. I may not, back then when I got cut from the first team, I might have just learned the lesson. I must persist until I succeed. I must persist until I succeed, which maybe led me to play college basketball. But then you start to implement these in other parts of your life. So I think sometimes they realize what it, what it may not be possible for somebody else, or at least they think is impossible. It's possible. And so I, I think the more and more they believe because they see it over and over, whether it be, I've had, I was just, I just came off an Achilles injury where they just said, it, they said it was swollen, but I've torn my ACL. I tore my MCL three times. I've torn a pack and I've had three hernias at 40 years old. I'm 41 right now. At 40 years old. I decided I was going to go out and do many triathlons. I was going to go out and do tough mothers. I was going to go out and do all those things. So I didn't care that the, the knee injuries, the hernias, all that stuff should have said that you can't do it, but it's a mindset. And I think you push forward like that with, with everything you do that all of a sudden it rubs off on, on your family members where they start to, I see my daughter trying piano or my son going out for the football team or my wife 
deciding to get a new job at a higher level job somewhere. So I do think it, it uh, hopefully wears off on them and they wear off on me too. Now, what about your parents or if you have siblings? Yeah, I have, a, I have a sister. My sister lives in Dallas, down in your neck of the woods. She's traveling the whole country at all times, the whole world at all times. And then my, my parents, um, my, my mother and dad, my dad at 77 still works hard. And he's an inspiring guy in his own, own world because he's 77 and still runs his business, works six days a week. Wow. And he's had it for over over 50 years. Still loves what he does. Loves that much. Imagine if he loved something so much, you never complained one time when you were at work. And that's my dad with trees and landscaping. So it's been inspiring for me to see that. Wow. Yeah. And my mom, she's my, oh, it is in my mom. She's, a, she's the sweetest person in the world. And at this point she is, has her, battles with Alzheimer's mm -hmm. and we are all gathering around her and we love her to death and are trying to enjoy her as much as she, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, do that definitely. But wow. It's, it's amazing that your dad is still out there running his business and just as vibrant as he ever was. And, and I can imagine that has been very inspiring for you because like you said, your dad never complained a day in his life. So he, tr that truly was his passion, what he's doing. And I often look at people like that, you know, before I finally realized that this was my passion, that I would say, how do people, how do they say that, you know, this is what they love doing? Because I had never experienced that at that point. Right, right. You know, so I'm, I'm always in awe of people like that. Uh, me too. And the thing about it is like over the years, what I've learned is maybe some person's goal is to watch the Cleveland Indians or go fishing. Well, maybe they can have a job that where they work 32 hours a week and it gets them fishing more. Or they work 40 hours and they're able to buy uh, season tickets to the Cleveland Indians. So if that's their passion or if that's what they love, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But in my dad's case, or if, if you want to do, if every day the business or the motivation is, if you can work that into your daily routine and it is your passion and you can make a dollar on it well then hey more power to you yes i totally agree totally agree now what are your uh children doing as far as are they in you know with you helping you with the uh inspiration when you go and travel because you said you and your son took a trip um how do they feel about that or do they really oh, okay well it's it's interesting because as the as the, you know, and I, I, I had one YouTube subscriber for probably five years, but as the subscribers go up and I think it just hit over a thousand or 1100 or something like that. But as the views go up or sometimes they'll see a, something on one of our clips, we'll get a hundred thousand views or 250,000 views all of a sudden where it used to be corny. Now they start to see when all of a sudden we get invited to go meet wrestlers at an independent wrestling foundation or back behind the scenes at a racetrack with our show discovering inspiration. So we do, my son is always the, we call him cameraman cam. He's always the, the cameraman and he does a good job unless he starts texting somebody in between and uh, not paying attention, but that doesn't happen too much. And then every once in a while we'll bring my daughter along. She's a little younger and can be a little uh, rambunctious, but sometimes we get her, 
she likes to be on the camera and my son <laughs> likes to be behind the scenes. So that's how we split it up. Oh, that's funny. So you're going to have like a little family, you know, videos, video cinematography business, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Interesting. You know, it's just it's fascinating because, like I said, I think we're kindred spirits. So I'm just sitting here and I'm going, yeah, I know how that feels. And you're doing all these things that um, I'm doing and, and that I'm out there and yeah, it's just uh, it's just really nice to talk to someone else who's who's like minded and doing some of the same things you're doing. Heck so, yeah, just trying to you know one thing I'd say about like when I went to inner city Chicago uh, interviewed Rashid the motivator. He's from the south side of Chicago. Rashid he, he runs an organization called Bam Becoming a Man. The guy's super inspiring. Rashid's message. I'm I'm a guy from Pittsburgh who grew up getting beat up. My message is not Rashid's message and Rashid's message is not my message. But that does not mean Trina's message or Rashid's or Paul Gray or somebody else that I come across. That does not mean that their message is not inspiring. Just like mm-hmm. you interviewing all the people you do. It might not be your message, but it's still a heck of a message that you'd love to share and it can inspire some people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, you mentioned earlier that you have... Um editors i think you said in nigeria and all that how how did that happen uh, oh, that's a good so i what i will tell you is i believe that you give people an opportunity and let them excel let you let them you create you give them a chance and you then they once they come through for you you give them another chance more 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 so just like us meeting i'm i'm a user of the internet i'm I'm a believer in networking and stuff like that so you start small and you grow from there and with all the we have i mean i have sometimes i like one of my children we we do children's books we do self-help books we do one of the children's authors our children's artist i met him one time at a at a like a summer concert a summer, a three-day summer event where there's like crafts and things like that. And I met him and he's from South Carolina and I'm from Pittsburgh, halfway across the country. And I said, dude, I really like what you do. Uh, I asked him how he got paid and he told me, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was the way he should be. I said, okay, man, I'll reach out to you sometime. And it's a matter of knowing, like, I wish I would have met you six months ago because we just did a women's empowerment book. And you would have been great for the women's empowerment book, but you, you connect with all these people, you keep them, you, your friends and things like that. And then you realize, Hey, I have something that would be a perfect fit for them or vice versa. They say, Hey, Dom, you know, you've been writing that movie for two years and my college roommate is looking for comedies based in the nineties. And we'd love to talk to you. And that's how, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I'm I'm big on networking as well. And this podcast has led me to people like you, where I find different people from different walks of life to have, you know, different talent, well as whether it's leadership and corporate or whatever. And like you said, I, I'll start thinking and go, Oh, you know what? I interview someone who knows that, you know, it's funny because I right. interviewed someone from Australia. Um months ago and she was into leadership and on her own business lovely lady and we had a really great interview and then just a couple of weeks ago i 
interviewed a guy from her hometown. I said, hey, well, do you know this person? Because she's doing the same thing you're doing and you should look her up, you know, and he was like, oh, wow, thank you. So it's very funny how that works. It's amazing. It's it's amazing. And, and with with the Internet, with phones, you know, FaceTime and all Skype and all these things, it's a global world. And it's the same with distribution right now with within if you want to get out to, i like one of my last book was how to write a book in 2020 it was an ebook and a lot of what i talk about is you can do things the way they did them 50 years ago and that'll probably still work for you it worked but now with publishing costs as low as they are with internet with facebook with social media why mm-hmm. you know let's try something new mhm mhm definitely so what would you tell someone who's listening to this <clears throat> and who's saying, you know what? Yeah, those two, they're they're talking about, you know, you can do anything and whatever. But, you know, I haven't had good luck. What would you say to that person? Am I allowed to swear on here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I would really I would really say to them, there, there's going to be hard times. There's going to be falls. There's going to be setbacks. There's going to be crashes. There's going to be all these things. That's part of the game. That's part of life. And I hear this over and over that the big man only gives you what you can handle. Mm. So as you, as you get beat down, that's just preparing you for something bigger. All those struggles are just preparing you for all that you wanted. So we talked about Joel Osteen earlier. One of the things he says, like, he'll be like, hey, I'm glad I got that rejection because I know that means a yes is one step closer. So I just, I want you to say, if, if, you're, if you failed at something, good, because that means you're closer to success. So just, it, it's only, it's like, it's callousing your soul. It's callousing your heart. You are ready for whatever, whatever they throw at you and you'll kick some butt, but just don't quit. Just don't give up today. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned that you were writing a movie. Do you want to talk about that and tell me a little bit about it or is it uh, still? No, no, let's talk. Let's, we'll go into a little bit. So I just, so I just, I, I write books, I've written books and things like that. But one of the things I, I love the creativity of inspiration and motivation. So that might be helping somebody else write a book or that might be doing. So I decided to write a movie. I started working on them. I started reading screenplays. So I read, I picked my favorite screenplays. Cause I, what do I know about writing a movie? You know, somebody's listening here and say, what's this guy know? He's never done it. He didn't go to school for it. No, I did not. They are correct. So what I did, I read my favorite screenplays. I read Rocky. I read Friday. I read super bad. I read, um, Goodfellas, and I, those were also movies that I understood and I knew intimately, so that when I could read the language in those movies, I would understand because I knew the scene where it said V O O V O meant voiceover or enters, or when the cut to well, the camera angle is switching back and forth, and that's why it was saying cut to. So I studied it during while I was sitting in offices waiting for doctors and things like that during the day, you know, you're making the most of my minutes, whether it's early in. The, so I might type from five in the morning to eight or something like that. But so over the years, I decided I want to tell a story. I want to share inspiration. And we are telling a story 
pre-political correctness of the 90s. And it is a comedy, but there's inspiration. And we are at the point where it's going to editing and we're at the point where we want to start getting it out in front of people right now. Mm. Okay. Very interesting. Now let's talk about some of your books. You said you've written books. Um, Go in and discuss some of those for me. Okay. Um, We'll start with the last one, last two. One was called The Journey of a Grunt. And it's about every job task or chore you ever had and what you can learn from it. So whatever it is, whether it's being a parent, whether it's uh, those chores your parents made you do when you were a little kid, you learned something each time. Whether it was even getting fired from a job, you learned something. And that was what the, the book, The Journey of a Grunt, was about. Then the last book was, it was an ebook, quick ebook. It went to, it was an Amazon bestseller, How to Write a how to write a book in 2020. And it was, I recruited some authors to help me. And it was just basically 50 simple tips to help you write a book in today's world. Things that would make you stronger, whether it be dictating into your phone, whether it be keeping a notebook by your bed, whether it be, uh, I was just at an author event the other day when I said I do events. So I was at this supporting local authors in this community. And I asked people, I said, well, wouldn't you, I said, you guys schedule time to write? And this this was an older demographic and probably 50s and 70s. I said, do you guys schedule time to write? And they all laughed at me and said, you can't schedule time. Well, I know a lot of the writers I work with do schedule time, whether it be in the morning, afternoon, but but neither here nor there. They didn't do it that way. So I said, do you put notebooks by your bed? None of them did it. They laughed at me again. I, I didn't even get into dictating it in your phone because I knew they didn't do that, Right. <laughs> But those those are all tips that could have made it easier for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that okay. Then let's see what else we got. We had we did a couple books that were fatherhood books, where we we got like thirty guys from across the country together, and the last one was it was called Go Ask Your Dad. So I recruited thirty fathers from a gentleman that came out of the closet to his kids to another guy that um, his. His, he never had a father around. A brother was murdered in front of him, and he had committed murder before he was 21 and had in, was spending his life in prison and had three kids of his own. So that was uh, another story that we did. So as you see, we, we run their gamut, and it's all, it's all inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that is. I mean, I'm being inspired just listening to you and all that that you're doing. Wow. Um, man, so have you, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think, have you been into the prison system? Have you sp- spoken to them or anything like that? Yeah, so here's how we worked with, his name, uh, Darnell Johnson, Weedle Johnson, how we worked is we worked through a, I knew his family and we worked through a thing called JPEG. Mm-hmm. So he, that is the prison's phone system. We would call, we would talk. I, you know, send credits, that kind of thing to him. So he was able to talk on the phone. And then his mom would, when she visited him from time to time, she would um, forward me the files of what he had written. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. So you're, you're really getting out there and spreading the inspiration and, in following your path um, 
to do so. So you, yeah, you're, you're getting out there. I would say the one thing that I, I want to say that I'm, I'm very um, conscious of, I do not do it alone. So when like, so when you ask, well, how could a guy have a day job? How could he get all this done? Just like you asking about having an editor from Pittsburgh or Nigeria or wherever else they're from. I don't, I don't edit the books. I don't design the covers. I look at the cover and I say, I don't like the bubble letters on that. That doesn't look right. You know, and, to, and, I'm, and we have good relationships where I can say, I don't get it. Or where an author comes to me, I'll say, I, I, I don't get, you know, I don't, I don't like it. I, did you ever think of doing like this? Or some people might not talk to somebody like that. Where I'm like, uh, well, maybe you could do it like this. Or uh. So with the motivation champs and with everything we do, I do not do it alone. And I realized long ago that to get where I want to be, I can't do it alone. So I may sacrifice time. It may take me longer, but I'm not building, I'm not building alone. Mm -hmm. So when, when authors from motivation champs are getting on TV and the radio and things like that around the globe, really they are from India to, we have authors in Australia. We have authors in India. We have authors in Chicago. We have authors in California. I mean, they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. So when they're out there doing their thing, we hope we, we hope we have created a, a safe, positive, good vibes, you know, positive mojo where everybody who's part of it, they're benefiting from it. So they want to share the Motivation Champs logo and they want to talk about the journey they've been on and the support they've had. And, and that's how it works. I am, I'm like, a, I am a little peon that happens to be in the mix. Wow. I'm, I like what you're doing and I hope we definitely, I hope we stay in touch and stay connected because I, I, I'm really, really like salivating here. I'm, I'm like a fan now. I'm, I'm liking it. No, I'm, I'm a fan. One, you have the smoothest voice on the radio. So, I mean, that I do not, I have this horse gravelly gravitas, but you are as smooth as can be. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, Dom. So now we're going to get into the question portion of the interview. Are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So question number one, who or what motivates you? Failure, competition, probably fear of failure, and uh, a burning desire to succeed, to be great, that I just, it's enough you know like I, I said i'm always thinking about the big picture and not because i not because i'm looking financially or something like that just because bigger 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 i could do more i could do more i could do more i could help more i can make a big i can make more of a difference and I, I think that's what it's about okay what demotivates you complaining nonsense uh people are wasting time mm -hmm. i i i could i'm going through 10 things uh, motivation champs and i can give you 20 things that de 50 things that demotivate me but i i really don't believe in wasting time from five in the morning to uh midnight at night i just i can't waste time mm -hmm. okay when was a time that something was said or done to hurt you but it worked out for your good Hmm. I think we all, I, I think we all have so many of those scars deep down. 
and one that uh, it, it's humorous, but I I think that I, I and I <laughs> I'm killing the person who told me it. But when I, one girl signed my yearbook one time to a kid, this is like seventh grade. She signed my yearbook to a kid who spits when he talks. Wow. And you know, like I said, I, I had big buck teeth back then. I had a messed up chin, and I I, pro- I probably did spit when I talk. Real mess of a human being. But those words. They've stuck with me. I mean, it's probably been 27, 25 years. 20, and all I can think about is, you know, if I was hosting my own talk show on on NBC or when I have my own network, uh, whatever it may be, you know, eh, yeah, maybe I did, you know, or maybe because I talk, maybe the people that made fun of me because I talked the way I do, well, no, maybe that's what makes me different. I don't know, but that was something and it sticks with me. Mm-hmm. What is your fear? I like to, I, I am, I, I definitely have fears. I would think my fear is go, taking my family back to a place like when I was, when I was broke, when I owed the IRS so much money that I would come home, me and my wife were both on a government payment plan. In some weeks, we'd have $12. And what they do is they dispense everything so that you could um, like basically have your mortgage in maybe like a bare minimum food. But we'd, we'd have $12 at the end of the day for like a week or two weeks. And, that, and I never want to go back there. Mm. Okay. Is there a time when you wished you had done something that you didn't? I wish you would have done something that you didn't. Hmm. I'm going to go simple here. I wish that I could tell my wife I love her and hold her hand more often and more spontaneously. I think I've missed that opportunity a lot of times. Okay. Now here's the opposite. Is there a time that you wish you had not done something? When I was in the restaurant business and I was going broke and you start to acquire debt on top of debt and you become, you start to borrow and borrow and make deals that maybe aren't as good and you start to become somebody you're not. And I think at that time I pushed I towed the line of who I really was as a person and I'm ashamed or embarrassed that I took it to those extremes. Mm. Okay. What is your definition of success? Well, Webster's <laughs> Webster's de- defines success as the achievement of a desired aim or purpose. So, I have studied this and this question a lot of times. And so that's why earlier when I was saying, if somebody's goal is to go fishing and they can accomplish that, hey, more power to them. That's the, that is success. If somebody else's goal was to make $10 million and they accomplish that, well, that's success to them. So whatever your, whatever you desire to achieve, you know, that, and you, and you do it and it makes you happy, that's success. Okay. How do you recharge? 
how do I recharge? Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> I need you got any tips? How do I recharge? I like I like to exercise. I think if I get out there and I run or lift weights or do something athletic, I think that helps me recharge. Okay. What are you awesome at? Hmm. Self-deprecation? <laughs> no. I, I I am awesome at persistence. I I believe that I like we talked about callousing our minds and and that that muscle. I love that term that you used. I'm I'm gonna borrow that. If if that's not a chapter, you should make that a chapter title. Get right into that. But um, I think you I, I'm awesome at persisting and moving forward regardless. Okay, even if it's maybe today I maybe today all I did to move forward was Google something. Maybe all I did today was move something one inch. But if I keep doing that day after day after day after day, all of a sudden, I, it took me seven years to write my first book, and it was only a hundred some pages. But you go, you keep moving forward, and eventually you're there. Okay. What legacy do you want to leave? Wow, this is deep. Um, <laughs> I believe, I hope that when I'm gone, that they say, man, that guy cared. And I hope I leave behind a legacy where people just want to keep inspiring and it's cool and it's hip and that's the popular kids and that's the the cool movies and that's the place to be, the ones that are out there giving up their Saturdays to volunteer, the ones that are out committing to be first place at a race even though they have a bad need. But I'm just hoping that I can leave a legacy of, inspiration behind that the next just take it and run with it Mm. okay dom see now you've done it throughout the conversation but give the listeners one motivational takeaway i would say and that failure does not have to define you it's it's part of the process it's part of life it does not have to define you. It's going to, like, if I always say, if, if you look close at my bio picture or something like that, you're going to see scars over my eyes from where I've been punched in the face. I've had butter wiped in my hair because I was beat up and bullied. But those failures, they do not have to define you. You, you. you look, you build on them. They may mold you. They may shape you. But truthfully, they are making you stronger. And that's what I want you to remember. Whatever you're going through, it's, all, it's making you stronger. You can handle it. Mm. Tell the listeners how they can connect with you, which your social media platforms or um, your motivation champs. You got it. Okay. So everywhere. And if I'm not everywhere, we are trying to be everywhere. We want to be everywhere. Motivation champs, motivationchamps.com. If you look up up us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, it is at Motivation Champs. Sometimes I sneak my name in there and it's Motivation Champs and Dominic Damaski, but you look up Motivation Champs and we're helping people share inspiration 24-7. And if you want to hop on one of those pages and share something positive, share a quote, share something you're out there doing that's inspiring, we would love to have you. Motivation Champs. Hey, Dom, thank you for just taking time out of your busy day to be here with me today. You have inspired me. I'm glad I found someone that's doing what I'm doing on 
in your way. You know, it's it's really great. And just thank you. Thank you. I am appreciative and I'm a fan. Hey, well, thank you very much. If you like Trina Talk, please don't forget to go out to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination. You can listen to Trina Talk anytime and anywhere. It's available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and all other places that you can listen to podcasts. If you like the podcast, please don't forget to go to iTunes to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you have questions for me or need inspiration on how to go to the next level, tweet me directly at Trina L. Martin.